Hello there. Thanks so much for listening to today's challenge. We're in James chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. James chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. James goes on and he says this. He says, But you have dishonored the poor man. Are not the rich ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. What James goes on to say here, as we've been looking through our daily challenges in this section of chapter 2, how he's been saying, look, don't treat the rich people in your churches better than the poor people. You've got it all backwards. Actually, it's those who are the poor who have richer in faith, and they're more wealthy in the eyes of God than the rich people in this world. He then said that God has exalted the poor people because of their faith, and the rich people have been humiliated. But then he goes on and he says this. He says, don't be impressed or jealous of the rich. They aren't always what they appear. He's saying, I want you to look at the rich people with a proper perspective. You could get so caught up in, hey, look at what they have. Look what they might could do for us. Look at how they could provide. Oh, that wealthy person could really write a check and we'd be okay here in this church or whatever it is you think they could do for you. He says, you got to look at it with the proper perspective. Just because someone's wealthy doesn't mean that they're a good person. Back in Psalm 73, listen to what the psalmist Asaph says. We'll start in verse 1, go to verse 20. He says, Truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant, excuse me, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For they have no pangs until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore pride is their necklace. Violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens, and their tongues struts through the earth. Therefore his people turn back to them and find no fault in them, and they say, How can God know? Is there no knowledge? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease. They increase in riches. All in vain I have kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all the day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning. Now if I had said this, I would, I'll speak this, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned their end. Truly you set them, the rich, the wicked, in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors, like a dream when one awakes. O Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. Asaph, the the worship leader here, said, I, I was envious of the wicked. I was envious of the wealthy. They, they, they have happy lives. They, their eyes swell out through fatness. They, they don't even care about whether or not they're living for God. They're just relaxed. Me, I'm constantly checking to make sure I'm okay with God. And am I doing what, he's, what he wants? And is he pleased with me? And they're just not living that way. And I was envious of that until I took a step back. I went to the sanctuary of God. And I allowed the Spirit of God to speak to me and to show me. They may look good now, but they are one heartbeat away from eternal hell and torment. 
And I'd rather be in my situation knowing of eternity of reward than heading for an eternity of judgment and God's wrath. Imagine a group of people that are heading toward a cliff. They're about to go over the cliff, but they're all dancing and partying and having the great greatest time, and they have no idea where they're headed. Or if they even have heard, they don't care. You don't want to be like them. James tells us here, he says, look, the rich aren't always what they appear. They're the ones who are throwing you into court. Those are the ones who are oppressing you. Now, praise the Lord, there are those in the kingdom who are wealthy, but their confidence is not in their wealth. Their confidence is in God who's provided them wealth, and they share it, and they're generous. But don't just assume that the people you look at that are wealthy are happy. Only those who know the Lord. And the question is, do you? I look forward to sharing some more with you tomorrow. Hope to see you then.